Welcome to the Ike Badgers Podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead, and thank you for tuning in, because we are back after the toy drive, which was a tremendous success. Thank you to everyone in the community that helped with the toy drive for Children's Hospital in Milwaukee. What a time. And we've got a great episode for you today, talking the football team, talking the basketball team, talking guys like Jonathan Taylor, tearing it up in the NFL. So we're excited you're here. Thank you for tuning in. Without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Badgers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. Badgers fans, thank you for tuning in. We're joined by KJ Eichstead today. KJ, you excited to talk about what's going on in the Badgers world? Hey, what's up, Badgers fans? It's good to be back with everybody. Uh, unfortunately, the Badgers didn't get it done against Minnesota, but... You know, we got a bowl. We're going to play ASU, and the Badger basketball team's going strong. Jonathan Taylor is one of the, you know, probably the best running back in the NFL. And there's a lot of good going on in the Badgers universe. So we wanted to take some time, regroup, come on here, and give you guys another great show. So thanks for joining us. Yep, Cage, thanks for joining as well. We also, while we were away, we did our third annual Ike Community Toy Drive for the children. Uh, Children's Hospital in Milwaukee. It was really great. Year three, we delivered the toys in over eight Teslas. It was just a super fun time, and the community showed out. And we'd like to thank the Badgers World for participating and helping with that. We got Mm -hmm. um, help, actually, from some of the players, such as Caesar Williams, Nick Herbig. Colin Larsh helped us deliver the toys. Uh, KJ, do you want to share some thoughts about the toy drive and just how the Badgers community helped? I mean, it's just so special because every year – you're wondering, you know, hey, I want to give back, and is this a good way to give back? And, and it always ends up turning really special, but you don't know how big or how special it's going to get. And over the course of the toy drive, it always just unfolds beautifully where guys reaching out saying, hey, how can I help? Can I donate? I want to give a special shout-out to uh, Adam Bay as well, one, one of the former Wisconsin long snappers. He, he helped us out a little bit. Um, but, yeah, you know, people coming out, whether it's like, can I help get the word out? Can I make a donation? Can I help you deliver the toys? You know, we had Badgers. We had people in the Badgers community coming out in all three of those aspects, whether it was shout out to Colin Lars for helping us deliver the toys in the final day. We needed a ton of helping hands, and that was great to get with him. Uh, shout out to Nick Herbig for helping us get the word out. Shout out to Caesar for telling a personal story about why helping kids in the hospital is, is you know, just important and why it's a uplifting, heartwarming thing to do. Um, and then it all just culminates in getting the community involved, like partnering with restaurants, um, you know, getting some drop boxes there, some local businesses and stuff like that. And then getting as many toys as you can to take over to the kids, because if you have to spend uh, holidays in the hospital, it's still fun. And if we can do a little bit to help make their day a little brighter, whether it's giving them a new Lego, giving them some Pokemon cards, giving them some Hot Wheels, something like that, the puzzle, you know, maybe maybe like a doll set or something. That just really means a ton to us, and it feels just so amazing. It's like there's winning a game, and then there's helping put smiles on kids' faces, two of those amazing feelings. Uh, so thank you again, Badgers community, for, for helping us do that. There's a re- recap video on Welcome to Ike. Uh, should be on Ike Badgers as well. It's also on YouTube if you just search in Ike Community Toy Drive 2021. Um, very cool. We delivered the toys and the Teslas. Uh, definitely check it out. But back to it the was Badgers. super uplifting, you know, yeah. because it's what the community needed. The Badgers world also needed it, if you think about it. You know, we went and visited Caesar 
uh, in Madison on the Monday, I believe, right after the Saturday game where they lost. And you could kind of just feel in the air, you know, there was he was definitely quiet. Yeah, a little quiet. And uh, the defense, you know, they did what they could. The offense just, you know, had its struggles throughout the season. But now it's going to be a bowl game, KJ. Um, and the Badgers take on Arizona State, which is it's a, a name, school that brings right? back interesting memories to the yeah. Russell Wilson era, uh, I believe. Or no, that was that era. was Stave. That was Stave. Yeah, it was it was just like zooming out, right? We said weeks ago, if the Badgers can write the ship and finish eight and four, then maybe that's like a salvage season. And they did exactly that. But it was the way that they got to that eight and four that leaves everybody feeling disappointed. And, you know, you talk to some of these players uh, privately and they're definitely unsatisfied. You know, they there's frustration there. Um, they thought the they should have played in the Big Ten championship. At the very least, you know, it's like the offense has got to put up more than six points. I'm sorry. You know, there there's it's like we were just talking about uh, special teams, right? You have like these specific jobs to do. Well, I mean, offense is a very complex thing, but you got to score more than six points against Minnesota. It's Minnesota. It left a terrible taste in a lot of the Badgers' alums' mouth, a lot of the Badgers. and Left us silent, I think. You, you, it, you said it best, Cage. It was just quiet. And it's like, yeah, if you, if you look back at this season like eight years from now and say, oh, eight and four, right? You know, yeah, it doesn't sting as bad as it might, but... You know, the Badgers should have been, they should have been facing been. Michigan. They should have probably beat Michigan. I'm unconvinced Michigan is the number two overall team. I don't believe that for a second. I think that's, you know, a, a product of uh, circumstances for Michigan beating the Badgers in the beginning of the year. We had no idea what we were doing on offense. You know, beating Ohio State. Okay. Just unprepared you got to give them credit for that. But, think about it, though, but if, we had a, if we had a rematch against Michigan, you know, it, that's what we should have had. We shouldn't be just sitting at home watching Michigan beat Ohio State because it's like then the Badgers could have won that game. And you just ask what if. You know, it doesn't do anyone any good to play the coulda, shoulda, woulda, the what if game. But it's like, honestly, man, I was pretty fed up with the coaching staff, the, uh, the offensive coaches in particular, and the head coach, which we've, we've talked about before. But, but I think the bigger pressing issue here as it pertains to the football program is all of these jobs opening up around the country that are premier and these massive amounts of money that are be given, being given to new coaches, and the fact that Jim Leonard, if he's not ascending to that Wisconsin head coach spot soon, is 100% likely to be plucked. There's, I mean, Notre Dame, you saw them open up, you saw Oklahoma. Like, luckily, these guys are filling these slots. USC, you saw them pluck uh, Lincoln Riley. You saw LSU get... Brian Kelly, Notre Dame, was scrambling to fill him up in-house. Uh, Clemson's defensive coordinator went to Oklahoma. You saw him get a boatload of cash. Just not the coaches, Florida's, though, KJ. Well, no, Florida's coaches, you know, like Florida's coaches fired. Like, there are tons of jobs that are always available with tons of money that they can throw at Jim Leonard, whether it's a great fit or not. And the, I just don't want the Badgers to lose him. You know, he's, he's really a huge part of the success this program's had and, like, the development of these players. And it's a very serious issue that I don't think anyone in Madison is really given the proper uh, attention. I don't know if you have any things to add to that, Al. 
Well, of course, they've got to make sure Jim Leonard comes back one way. Just that's the only thing you got to make sure you get done over the offseason, make sure he's back. But also, it's for the players. You saw Caesar uh, talk about how not a single Badger senior, think of all the good defensive seniors on this team, was received an invite to the Senior Bowl. Yeah. And then Jonathan Taylor is like, they must be looking at the wrong, doing some wrong type of math there because the Badgers had the number two defense in the NFL or, or in college football, excuse me, and they didn't get a single invite. I, I'm just kind of shocked, Cage, and a loss like that to Minnesota, it plays That'll a do role it for in you. that. You know, that's well, what I'm like, saying. It's like everyone's become so nonchalant. Not everyone, but like a it lot of a lot of people. A lot like of the uh, a lot of the program higher ups at Madison have become very, I think, oblivious to the outside world. And, and yeah, like, this is Wisconsin, and, and the, they're going to do what they're going to do, and the outside world's going to do what it does. But, like, these are things that, you know, if the batters didn't, I'll, I'll say, mess around and lose to Minnesota because we absolutely should have won that game, like, there would be players in the Senior Bowl. You know, there would be players, if the batters beat Sanborn earlier in the year, if we beat Michigan earlier in the year, if we beat Penn State earlier in the year, like, there would be defensive players and offensive players in the senior bowl with much higher chances to get higher selections in the NFL, which helps their futures. And it's like, these are all individual aspects of things, but like, don't think there's not a little animosity there. You know, when an offense puts up six points, it's just, you know, it, it does have an effect on things. When it, when a team loses, like there's a lot of badgers, defenders, and, you know, we are among these Badgers defenders, but, like, there's a lot of Badgers defenders honestly saying, like, don't, don't worry about it. it's a loss versus Minnesota. It's like, what are you talking about? This is our biggest rivalry. You know, like, yeah, why, like I'm pissed. A lot of the yeah, players are pissed. Like, the, the, a lot ASU of the Badgers are pissed. ASU is not going to calm the sting. That's what I think either. You know, going no. in and either winning or losing against ASU is not going to, like, Right, it's that, not even uh, like an Auburn, change anything. You know, it's just yeah. like okay, we're, we're, I'll flip on the TV. It's that a garbage day. bowl. It's a garbage bowl. Call it what it is, Gage. It's a garbage bowl. But like, it, it just it should have been better. And like, honestly, man, like, you know, Paul Chris is gonna probably get a free pass out of all this. But that man is, I don't know if he's the guy. I really don't know if he's the guy. Uh, with yeah. that being said, you know, ASU Let's transition should be exciting. Mm-hmm. Just want to shout, you know, a lot of the Badgers defensive players throughout this year. Keanu Benton, Noah Burke's coming on strong. Herbig really Scotty. taking off with this pass rush. Scotty Nelson making plays. Um, shout Colin out Wilder. to Fan Hicks if you're listening. Fan Hicks, shout to, shout to Fan for all those pass deflections. Caesar had a bunch of nice interceptions, the pick six. Um, yeah, you know, Matt Heddington, Dean. Dean Ingram coming on strong. Alex Smith coming onto the scene. The linebacker, uh, Chanel, you can't, Sanborn, I mean. Leo, Leo and John Chanel, the brothers, doing their thing. Jack Sanborn having one of the quietest, amazing seasons. Seltzner, first team all Seltzner. Big Ten. Yeah. First team all Big Ten. That is super impressive, honestly. that We followed this guy since he was just, you know, no one really knew about him. Very walk on nice guy. Very nice guy. He's a friend of the show, and to see him ascend to first team all big 10 you could just see him get better and better because he didn't really start early on right away either logan brown was talking about that how it's very rare for people to start here as a young lineman despite what kind of recruit you are and and uh, selzner he kind of got his first start a couple years ago so um he's very smart like i remember during the podcast episode 
you know, there's technical difficulties and he just weathered it right through. Just uh, just took care of him. And so, you know, Seltzner just really quietly had a really nice season. And I think the offensive line, uh, they they righted their ship. Um, they did. You know, uh, Logan Bruss, um, you know, Braylon Allen, right? Like he, he's really, he sparked early on. He flashed and then they kept feeding him and they kept feeding him. And now he's... Iron he Man. had an amazing season, apart from the last game when he was very, very, very noticeably hobbled by something. Um, you know, just all these guys, the receivers, Jake Ferguson. We're, we're going to miss all these seniors. Uh, I just want to give them, you know, just so much great, so much great effort around Kendrick the board. Kendrick and this Danny year. Davis. Uh, it feels like we've, you know, been following those guys for a while, and you know, wish them well. Wish them well. Wish we would have got to see them used a little more this year, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. But let's let's not get into that. Let's talk basketball for a little bit. The Badgers basketball team. Yes. Uh, they did drop one to Ohio State, but they've been, you know, very much. Looking really to, good. Yeah, just a little fun little thing this year. Uh, Johnny Davis has been leading the team. They have a freshman point guard, Chucky Hepburn. And they have the, the old Grizzly veteran, Brad Davison. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun on this team. You know, it's it's a, a new squad. squad. It's a new squad this year. It's not the squad of last year, and it's a uh, it's something fun, right? Like well, we KJ, little... you talked about Micah Potter. You know, kind of a full star, right? Um, in terms of the Badgers, yeah. Just terms of like years, you know, is he a number one guy? And I think the thing that really excites me about this year's team is the fact that they have a definitive number one option, Johnny Teams Davis. Need that. Averaging 20.9 points a game, 6.1 rebounds, shooting 46% uh, from the field, 83% from the line, 38% from three. And that gives Brad Davison the option to be the number two guy, Cage. And I think it's helped him. Like, because he's not a number one guy. Brad Davison's got a limited offensive skill set, and and so does Johnny Davis. But Johnny Davis is—he's got that bouncy athleticism. He's got that young, fearless mindset. He's shooting his three all right so far. So you know he's able to get some confidence there. You mentioned the rebounding. The rebounding is big because it allows them to ignite kind of like a little bit of a faster play, which is what the Badgers have needed for so long. Um, so when gets Johnny Davis too. gets gets one of these rebounds, he can just take it and then maybe pass it to a guy, maybe go end-to-end like himself. So that's been fun. Um, I can't even remember the last time we've had a, a guy average over 21 a game. Um, you know, we'll see if he keeps Frank, it up. I, maybe? Fra- Frank, I think, was like upper teens, but I'd have to double-check that. Uh, you know, I, I expect it to come down a little bit in Big Ten play. That is going to be interesting for me is because – I know that we've had a lot of really tough uh, non-conference wins and non-conference games in general, but you see Ohio State, and then they mop the floor with the Badgers. So it's like, we'll see what Greg Gard's got here. Um, I think it's been a dream start for him after just... He's got three cupcakes coming up next, and then he's got number one Purdue. So Well, the Badgers fans, mark your calendars. <laughs> Tuesday, Wisconsin January, uh, or, Jan- or Monday, January 3rd. Wisconsin at number one Purdue. Can they do it? Can they do it? Hey, who else thinks they can do it? It should be uh, should be fun. You know, um, <laughs> honestly, I think for me with this Badgers team, it's just I don't really have any expectations for them. You know, I, I've kind of a uh, great guard. I'm enjoying them because of that more. <laughs> exactly. You know, fresh like, roster. 
Exactly. You know, fresh roster, just like, okay, some young kids, let's see how they do. And, and they're, they're having fun out there, and they're, they're kind of fun to watch, you know, especially Johnny Davis. You do have a centerpiece. You can kind of see, like, a little bit of the future. I mean, there's some chatter that Johnny Davis might even be able to go to the NBA, uh, you know, in a year or two. I think we need to, to quiet that down big time because this is Wisconsin. Yes, we put some guys in the pros, but let's, let's try and, like, let Johnny develop a little bit first. And uh, I would Honestly, say this, the one yeah. thing I see with this team that uh, I'm still unsure of is the big men, you know, like the, the inside presence that Wisconsin usually is so good at this year. It's more of the guard play, the three ball. It, it is, you know, and it's like that maybe speeds up the team a little bit. Uh, you, you're going to want someone to demonstrate toughness. That's going to come out throughout the season again. Brad Davison, he's been here forever. He's a tough guy. You know, like you think back to when he was playing through those dislocated shoulders. Can't be easy. Can't be, you know, without pain. And he's all it over just, the floor. You know, it seems so far that the, the younger guys are taking to him as the veteran. Because that's also a big thing. This is like, this class has very little to do with Brad Davison. You know, it's kind of like two different eras. So they it's have like, okay, on this team. Yeah, well, well, they respect the old vet when he tries to offer them some advice. You know, it's looking like so far they are. And that's, a, that's something that's super helpful for any program, whether it's, you know, a great guard or whether it's like a coach or whether it's just another veteran who's trying to, um, you know, get the most out of his teammates. You think about a guy like Jonathan Taylor on the Badgers football team, right? Like he would just go to do work all the time, just operate the right way, work, 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 communicate greatly, um, whether it was on a local or national level in terms of training and all these things. And that was a guy who wasn't necessarily a, a coach. He was obviously a player, but he really, really, really was doing everything he could to kind of like, just help elevate the play of the team. And, and I see something like Brad elevate Davis the people doing, around him. doing yeah. a little bit of that. So Jonathan Taylor, I mean, this guy is leading the NFL. Not to take a quick tangent, but he's leading the NFL in like every category you can imagine. Uh, big runs. You know, he's an total, MVP candidate. Total yards, touchdowns. Uh, you know, he should, he should be in the MVP discussion 100% if the Colts are up there. But... But, yeah, you know, the Badgers, I was really happy to see them knock off Marquette. I think that was, like, very fun, the rivalry game. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it, it's like something that gets Badgers fans up, right? And you, you, the Maui Invitational, that was fun. You know, you're like, okay, now we can play a few legit teams, non-conference, see the how this The crushing of Marquette really opened my eyes. It's like, okay, you know, Johnny Davis pretty much took that game over. You know, that shows where, you know, Wisconsin's, they're a year ahead. You know, they've got their guy, and they're a year ahead of Marquette. Shaka Smart, he's doing a rebuild. He's the only guy I knew about the the entire Marquette team before yeah. going in there. Shaka Smart. And well, it's they're, like they're going through the same rebuild. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they don't have their Johnny Davis, I would say. No. Um, where, and where do you think? Jordan Davis has been working hard in the gym, uh, staying after games late. So I, I, I remember you saying you'd like to see him on the court more. You might be seeing more of that coming soon. KJ, question any for final you. thoughts? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Last question before we wrap this up. Do you think the Badgers will finish top four in the Big Ten? I was taking a look at that, right? So I think Michigan State's a potential top four. Purdue. I think Purdue is looking like a lock for top four. You got Ohio State. And I think, I think Wisconsin could sneak in into that four spot. Um, and if it's not like they're in the top half of the four, 
then I think something's happened where they've fallen more into like the seven or eight range. Um, yeah, I, I can see them being in the four to six range. You know, I think four is extremely optimistic. I would be surprised just given Michigan State, Ohio State, Big even Illinois, loaded. and also Purdue. Um, I think I think even Michigan, like you know, they have talent Indiana over there. Is a tough win. Exactly. So it's like we could be anywhere from four to se- four to seven, like you said. So. Uh, exciting stuff. Maybe we'll surprise. Maybe we'll do even better. But this team looks like they could, you know, given their early wins, they could definitely uh, make a play for the tournament. So that's something to look forward to in the future. Yeah, it should be fun. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for your help with the toy drive. Thanks so much for your support all season long with the football team. You know, obviously we still have another game, so we're not going anywhere. It's going to be exciting. You know, Badgers football, it's always a reason to turn on the television. And so is Badgers basketball. So I want to thank everyone for joining us. We just dropped a brand-new giveaway in Ike Packers. It's sick. You're going to want to check Devontae that out. Adams. Go if, you like, that. if you like signed NFL stuff, definitely check that out. Alex, any <laughs> final thoughts? Yeah, Badgers community really showed out for the toy drive. And I think it was a uh, pretty fun year as always enjoying the regular season the football team i'm a diehard badgers football team you know and and i think a lot of you can relate if you're listening to this podcast so thank you for riding with us um and the basketball team's looking pretty fun so a lot a lot of exciting stuff on the way more content to come and until next time on wisconsin on wisconsin